Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here for you. I believe that if you're listening, you're listening for a reason. And I think that would be, how do I become healthier? How do I become, well, maybe free of a certain disease? But we don't tell you how to cure a disease. We don't give you a prescription for a disease. We talk about health. And since health is the opposite of disease, if you're healthy, you don't have to worry about disease. So let's just focus on being healthier every day. And you and I are the only one responsible for our health. The doctors are not responsible for our health, nor do they know anything about health. They get less than a day of education in their medical training. They know nothing about food, nutrition, or diet. They are trained in drug therapy and maybe surgery if that's what they go on to do. But they know nothing about what makes our body tick. And our body is only dependent on vitamins and minerals, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, and calories. So it's like the car. You only need gas as a fuel. If all the other parts are running correctly. But the last thing we need is fuel. Our body needs fuel. Our body needs vitamins and minerals for it to function correctly. And if any one of those vitamins and minerals are missing, our body malfunctions. And then they call it a disease so doctors can treat it. And drug companies can make a drug for it. Like type 2 diabetes. It's not a disease. It's a metabolic disorder. The body is out of function. But they prescribe insulin and diabetic medication to treat type 2 diabetes. Rather than telling them, hey, you're just eating too much sugar. You're not getting enough exercise. Your whole lifestyle is incorrect. So we can make those adjustments, those changes. And we don't necessarily need drugs. Now I'm not against drugs and I'm not telling you not to take your drugs. If you need drugs, work with your doctor. If you're taking a drug and you want to get off, talk to your doctor. I'm not telling you to stop your drugs, stop your medication. You may need it at the stage of your life and what you're going through. You may need a drug temporarily, hopefully temporarily. Because drugs can save lives. They don't promote health. And that's what we want. That's what I want. I want health. If I'm healthy as can be, I don't have a disease. So focusing on getting healthier squeezes out the diseases. So that's why we're here. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning just to focus on how we can get healthier, what we can do to get healthier, 
and we can make those changes and adjustments to be healthier. Every day we make choices. And those choices influences our body chemistry and our health. Let's just say, for example, our body is like a beaker and we're pouring in chemicals. But those chemicals are natural. There are vitamins and minerals. But they make a difference in the outcome of the chemistry of our body. If we pour in poison, we die. Or we get terribly sick. And it only might take a smidgen of poison. And it only takes a smidgen of vitamins and minerals in order for us to be healthy. And we get that from our food, not from drugs. Our body does not depend on drugs. But you would think so in America, since we consume more drugs in America than any other country in the world. And we actually probably take more drugs than all the other countries combined in the world. As Americans consume 60% of all the drugs manufactured worldwide. And 80% of all the drugs that are manufactured for pain relief are consumed in America. And 85% of the drugs manufactured for kids are consumed in America. So we have been brainwashed to believe that drugs are the answer to the health of the nation. It's food. Now sometimes the food is not what it should be today. Because manufacturers like to make cheap food so they can sell more of it. And some of the food isn't even, I would, wouldn't even consider it to be edible. Yeah, it's edible. It's not sustainable. It's not nutritionally sustainable. It's not going to make us healthier. It's going to fill our bellies and give us a lot of calories and a lot of sugar and a lot of chemicals and a lot of junk. But it's not going to give us the nutrition that we need to be healthy. Yes, you can put anything you want in your gas tank of your car. But would you? Would you be foolish enough to add sand or salt or sugar to your gas tank? You'd say you're crazy. It needs pure fuel. And our body needs pure fuel. Not junk. But Americans are addicted to junk. One big coffee drink from Starbucks has 12 teaspoons of sugar in it. All the sugar and carbohydrates that we consume are refined and processed. No nutritional value, but loaded with calories. In fact, we are eating 500 calories a day more today than we did 10 years ago. Why? And we're working less than we did 10 years ago. We're not, we can't use those calories. So you want to see why we are, our nation, 50, almost 50% of the, all Americans are in the stage of obesity. 49% of all black citizens are obese. 44% of all Hispanics are obese, and 42% of all white Americans are obese. 
if we continue as we are today, within the next 20 years, we'll all be obese. And obesity is the cause of many of our diseases, like heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and many forms of cancer. So just think of the things that we can change. We can stop smoking. We can stop excessive drinking hard alcohol. Maybe a glass of wine or a beer a day is fine. But to drink excessively of alcohol is harmful. Smoking is harmful. Just endlessly eating is harmful. Becoming obese or grossly over fat is harmful. Causes many of our diseases. And we don't have to be that way. We can change. But it takes discipline. It takes wanting to change. And why? Why would you not want to change? Why wouldn't you want not want to have great health? So that you can do the things you want to do. It has been proven that COVID-19, the viral infection, is contracted by more people who are obese or over fat. A very common denominator. Why do they get COVID-19? Because they're fat. Sometimes they say, that person was in good health and they died. Or that child was in good health. But there has to be some condition underlying that we may not even know of. 30% of Americans, 30% that's 100 million or thereabouts, have fatty liver disease and they don't know it. Because as we get fatter, our liver gets fatter. Our organs get fatter. We can't get just fat someplace. We get fat everywhere. And those that have abdominal obesity, where they have the big pot belly, or the beer belly, or the bread belly, or they just have this big, huge belly, and they're not fat all over, they might even have skinny legs and skinny arms, but they got this big pot belly, which is the most dangerous fat because it interferes with all the glands and organs, causes, causes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Even up to 18% of children have fatty liver disease, and this is not diagnosed until it's way too late. And there are no really signs and symptoms until it's way too late. So people are walking around with a disease that they don't even know they have. So, no, we're not healthy if we die from COVID. We're unhealthy. There's a reason. Yes, the virus was the straw that broke the camel's back. But we have such a poor health condition that we pass away from the viral infection. We can't fight it. We can't resist. 
we have lost our resiliency, our immune function. We're not healthy to be able to fight it. I don't believe that people that die from COVID, child or adult, are healthy if they die. There's a reason underlying that isn't understood or not known, like fatty liver disease. It's a disease that we don't know that's going on. We don't feel it. And eventually it scars the liver and much less of the liver function is available and eventually will cause cirrhosis of the liver and eventually, possibly, liver cancer. So health, you know how many people lose their health because they have tried to make themselves wealthy instead of taking care of themselves. And then when they become wealthy, they would probably give up all their wealth to get their health back. So we're here just to make some sense out of health. To let you know that you and I can do it should we want to. Now, some will gain it faster than others. Some will regain their health faster than others, depending on how much damage was done previously. If you completely wore out a joint to the point where the doctor says we should replace it, replace your knee, you're not going to have anything to do with health and nutrition that's going to change that. But if we have a healthy diet and we do some reasonable exercise, we can keep our joints in good health and not get to the point where it is so damaged that we can't rebuild it nutritionally. And it has to be possibly replaced to reduce the pain. So today... We have a full program, much, much, much more than we have possible in an hour. But I want to talk a little bit about dogs. They're really dear friends to us. All animals are. And you should take care of your animal like your best friend. We're talking about cancer in dogs and how to prevent cancer in dogs. And we'll talk about, here's... Here's the topic I want to talk about. Obesity and how it affects our immune system in regarding COVID-19, the viral infection. You know, more people die in America from the standard American diet then they will ever die from COVID-19. We have such fear in this country of COVID-19. But we live a lifestyle that is almost suicidal. Over time, we are destroying our health and our body. And slicing off years of longevity. 
I want to talk about how to boost your memory with exercise. And here's some new adverse effects from painkillers. If you're taking something like acetaminophen, otherwise known as Tylenol, serious, serious consequences. And people in America gobble them up like candy. And then coffee may be a prevention for colon cancer. We talk about probiotics for kids and much, much more. Always here, right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. And if you want to learn more, go to our website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can listen to our radio show. If you have friends or relatives that are outside of the local listening area in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the Central Standard Time, they can listen by going to our website. We live stream the radio show to the website. So that means you can listen in any part of the world by using your computer and going to our website, going to the radio section of the website. You can click on live. There you'd only have to change your time wherever you are in the world to be on the same time we are here Saturday morning, Sunday morning, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, Terry Talks Nutrition Newsletter, which goes to your email address every Friday. And of course, all the radio shows are archived on the website, as well as the newsletters are archived. So you can read and listen, and also view a number of videos. And we are upgrading our website to provide you more information on how to become healthier. Many websites that talk about health and nutrition sell their information. They sell their newsletters. Everything we provide is free. You don't have to pay for the website or newsletter. It's all free. We just want you to learn more about your health and how you can make changes and reverse your health or reverse your disease, I should say. Make yourself healthier. But let's start off this morning with cancer prevention for dogs. Here are some cancer statistics in dogs. And now this is according to the best data that we have today. One in four dogs will get cancer. That never was that serious of a statistic until recently. Very similar to humans. One in three for humans will get cancer. Half of all dogs, 50% of all dogs over the age of 10 will die with or from cancer. Some breeds of dogs are very particularly prone to cancer. 
Rottweilers, Boxers, German Shepherds, Poodles, and Golden Retrievers are very susceptible to dying from cancer. Over 60% of all Golden Retrievers will die from cancer. And the common types of cancer in dogs include melanoma, mast cell, M-A-S-T, mast cell, a type of skin cell. So it's a skin cancer. And they also die from bone cancer. And just as like humans, and unfortunately humans eat, well, cancer is rampant in the United States. And so humans feed their animals similarly as they feed themselves. And they give them treats that they should not. So diet and exercise is extremely important for people and pets. The diet, feed your pets the best quality food you can. And no lawn chemicals, because studies have been linked to professionally applied lawn pesticides And these pesticides have been linked to increased risk of bladder cancer and lymphoma. Pesticides. We use more pesticides. I can't even remember the number of Roundup. One of the top pesticides. It's like 100 100 million pounds. It's an unusually, it's like, I almost knocked me over. I can't remember it offhand, but it's a huge amount of pesticides that are sprayed in our country. And you and I are the recipient of that pesticide spray found in our food, found everywhere. And then exercise. According to 2014 data, 53% of dogs and 58% of cats, hey, sounds just like humans, are overweight, overfat, and obese. 53% of dogs are overfat or obese. And 58% of cats. The same for humans. Extra pounds in pets, meaning whether or not they're overweight, overfat, or obese, leads to the same diseases in humans. And they will in pets. It leads to inflammation and cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and makes arthritis tough to live with. It makes it worse. Now we could be saying the same for man and woman. 
So get up and get yourself moving and take your pet with you and start feeding your pets a better quality of food. But there are some things you can do for your pets when they have cancer. Same as for humans. Curcumin. C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N. Curcumin. Not turmeric. Turmeric is the plant in which curcumin is extracted out of. Out of the under portion of the plant. Which we would call the root of the plant. But technically it's called the rhizome. The rhizome of the plant. There's a very small amount of curcumin in that root. Like three, four, maybe maybe at, at most five percent. But through research, like almost twenty thousand studies now on curcumin, they found that extracting that curcumin out of the root and concentrating it, it becomes not a food like a spice but a medicine. So that's why there's a huge difference between curcumin and turmeric. When you eat fruit off of a tree, that fruit is the result of that tree bearing that fruit. So you eat the fruit to gain the nutrition. You don't eat the tree. A little bit different with turmeric since it is a spice, we can eat that spice, but it still comes from the root, not from the plant. But when it's highly concentrated, it becomes curcumin. And that is the medicinal value of the plant, not turmeric. And it's very safe and effective for cancer and other, like arthritis, inflammation, for dogs and cats. Stops cancer cell formation and multiplication of those cancer cells and stops the spreading throughout the body of cancer. Sometimes cancer can be in one area and then it starts to spread and makes it much more difficult to contain. It's like a fire. If you have a little tiny campfire You can control that. You can put it out. But if unattended and it spreads, it may take days or weeks with thousands of pieces of equipment and men and women who are trained to fight fires to put it out. That is cancer. Cancer spreads like fire. And inflammation is like fire. So in cell studies, I have to pause here for a moment. I'll be back here. I just saw my time is running out. But I'm not going away. I'll be here. Come back. This is Terry Naturally at terrytalksnutrition.com. And welcome back, my friends. We'll be here until the top of the hour. We have another half hour of our program left. So we have a lot of time to share some more information. And the first part we talked about cancer in dogs, cats, and how to change their diet, at least try to look for the best quality of food you can afford, 
Don't feed them scraps off the table. Don't eat. Don't don't feed them what you eat. They're not supposed to eat scraps off the table, unless those are very special scraps, like maybe a little piece of meat or something. But don't eat. Don't have dessert and give them dessert. Don't have ice cream and give them ice cream. They're not supposed to eat those kinds of things. When we have cancer, they get cancer too. And we're talking about curcumin, the safe and effective form of curcumin for dogs and cats and how it can stop the spreading of cancer. It stops the cell formation of cancer and the multiplication of cancer cells. In fact, in cell studies, exposure to curcumin reduced Canine bone cancer cell proliferation by up to 70%. 70%. In overweight cats, supplementation with an enhanced absorption curcumin called BCM95. BCM95. When they gave them curcumin for eight weeks, it significantly reduced the markers of inflammation. And inflammation is the root of all disease. All disease. And it's, it's actually the root cause of cancer. When you smoke, you're irritating the lungs, the oral cavity, the throat, Over time, all those chemicals in tobacco and the smoking being inhaled irritates the membranes of the lungs, throat, mouth, oral cavity, irritates it, inflames it, and eventually causes cancer. So we need to reduce inflammation. We need an inflammation fighter. Inflammation causes heart disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, both rheumatoid and osteo. Inflammation is the enemy. When it is chronic, low-grade inflammation over time. Because we need inflammation as a healing agent or healing process to repair damage. If we twist our knee or sprain our ankle or slam our finger in the car door, you're going to see inflammation, acute inflammation in action because it is trying to heal that damaged tissue So you will have heat in that injured area where it's warm to the touch or maybe hot. You'll have pain, swelling, tenderness. But in a few days or a few weeks, that'll all go away. Because you have have healed the inflamed area. So why do we have chronic inflammation? Why are we always chronically inflamed 
which causes diseases over time. Because the American diet is a pro-inflammatory diet. means it causes cancer, causes inflammation. Our food today, the American diet, sugar, primarily, primarily refined carbohydrates, vegetable oils, are all inflammatory agents causing inflammation. So we need to change the diet to an anti-inflammatory diet. And that is the ketogenic diet. An anti-inflammatory diet. Why are we always chronically inflamed? Because of the diet? And because all the fat cells that we have in our body release inflammation. The body is making more inflammatory cells in fat cells. So we need to clean up the inflammatory process and then maybe use something like curcumin to protect along with the change of diet. And dogs or cats, just like people. Curcumin is not well absorbed in humans, cats, or dogs. Very difficult to absorb curcumin. So manufacturers who sell curcumin look for various ways to increase absorption because they know the work in the laboratory is unbelievable, remarkable in terms of reducing inflammation, reducing pain, and for healing heart disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes, and so on. So BCM95 is a curcumin that is bound to turmeric essential oils. And those oils increase the absorption of curcumin. Up to 700% better than plain curcumin. So a dosage for a cat or a dog. Cat I always find I have more success with when I mix the powder in the cat food. But for a dog, they may swallow a soft gel capsule so the dosage can be somewhere between 200 to 375 milligrams daily for a small dog and maybe even up to a 750 milligram dosage for a large dog. You can't give them too much I have never seen where it caused diarrhea or caused an upset stomach. Very, very safe. And if you do have a dog that has diarrhea or an upset stomach, it would be rare, really rare, but you just stop giving the curcumin to the animal, the pet, and it's over. There's no side effects. There's nothing that you have to be worried about. And the bonus 
because of curcumin's anti-inflammatory effects, it is also a great option for relieving pain, such as arthritic pain in animals, pets, like hip dysplasia, joint pain. Curcumin is excellent for humans and our pets. Now here's what seems to be the top of the mind today. I can't turn on the news without seeing some report on COVID-19. Every newspaper title is what's going on with COVID-19. Why do we have such a, especially in America, we are the leading country of what, over 200,000 deaths. But we have a country that is the, we are the unhealthiest country in the world. America is. I find that very sad due to the fact that we have the best hospitals in the world. We have the best doctors in the world, best trained doctors in the world, best medical schools. But all the emphasis in America is on drug therapy, surgery, radiation, chemo, not health. We are the unhealthiest country. So unhealthy people are prone to get sick easier and can't resist or fight back against the virus. So immune health for cold and flu and for COVID-19 prevention, why is obesity one of the major factors making COVID-19 worse. So some recent, most researched Google health terms. Google Trends reports that the most searched health terms recently include COVID, COVID COVID-19, influenza versus COVID, CDC, health, Coronavirus, is there a cure for the virus? Does diet contribute to the virus? Everyone wants to know, how do I stay healthy right now? And you know what? For some people, it's too late. We should be thinking about, how do I stay healthy all the time? Not right now. How do I stay healthy all the time? Because we never know when that last straw will break our backs. The virus is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Your back, my back. If we contract the virus. So how do we stay healthy? All the time. 
because that should be our first priority. If you can, if you can maintain health, you have the best opportunity to withstand the onslaught, onslaught of a viral attack. And then speaking of COVID, one reason why obesity makes it worse. Recent research has found that people with obesity and overfat. Now, when I say overfat, that means many people have a beer belly or just belly fat. And they're not obese, but they have belly fat. And some people are even thin, but have more fat than muscle. The elderly, especially. They don't have any muscle strength. They can barely get out of a chair. They need help getting out of bed. They don't have the muscle strength they need to stand and to walk and to get out of a chair easily. So they have more fat than muscle. So weighing on a scale is not a way to tell you if you're fat or not fat. And the BMI is outdated. The best way to tell if you are over fat is to measure your waistline. And your waistline should be 50% of your height in inches. So if you're 5 foot 8, that is 68 inches. So your waist should not exceed 34 inches. 50% of your height. Let that be a better way to determine if you're fit. But the recent research that I have found about people with obesity and who have become infected with COVID-19, because of obesity, because of being over fat, 113% of those people were more likely to be hospitalized. And 48%. Now this is not the doctor's fault. This is not the hospital's fault. Only one person is at fault. Because those who are over fat, meaning eating too many calories and too many calories of the wrong food and not doing some activity to stay healthy, those people that are over fat, just less than 50% of those people are more likely to die from COVID. So that means fat people are not healthy. And to the degree of how much fat you're carrying determines how much health you have. And now experts are identifying why obesity makes viral diseases 
such as COVID-19, more dangerous. And one of the findings that they have reported on, fat cells produce a high degree of inflammation, and inflammation is one of the causes of death, the storm that interferes with the body's immune system and delays its response to infection, allowing the virus to spread out of control before the immune system begins to fight back. One of the best things you can do for yourself is to lose weight. Not, no, I should say, let me say that over again. Not lose weight, lose fat. So don't get on your scale because you're weighing both muscle and fat. And you want to get rid of the fat, you don't want to get rid of the muscle. So when you're being weighed, and and fat weighs, excuse me, muscle weighs 11% more than fat. So getting on a scale tells you nothing about how fat you are. And you want to get rid of the fat. You don't want to weigh 125 pounds and think you're in good shape if most of that is fat. So use your waistline as a measurement to determine your fitness and your health. Your waistline is 50% of your height in inches. So that means almost 50% of America being obese is subject through the viral infection. And we're counting all these positive cases. Nothing about health. Nothing about how to be healthier and have a better immune system. Just keep counting the cases. We need to get back to a a greater America. How do we make America great? Get stronger and healthier? And demand better food? Boycott the junk food on the shelves. Stop ordering those big coffee drinks that have 12 teaspoons, 15 teaspoons in one drink of sugar. We have gone from eating four pounds to about four to six pounds of sugar per year per individual in the early 1900s to right now we are up to almost 250 pounds of sugar per year per individual. And since there are many of us, you and I, we don't eat sugar. So since this is on a national average, some people are eating our level of sugar. So they may be up to 300 pounds of sugar per year. That's almost a pound, well, three-quarters of a pound a day. And it's all hidden. It's all in the packaged foods, the coffee drinks. We don't think about it. Oh, that tastes good. What did you just drink? I don't know, but it tastes really good. That's how we eat. Anything that tastes good. Most people buy things because they taste good, because they're inexpensive, 
and they're inconvenient to make. But it's killing us. Our diet is killing America. Our diet is destroying America. We are not a great, strong country anymore. And if you're afraid to die from the COVID, there are things we can do for our immune system to strengthen our immune system, but lose, lose that fat. Lower the amount of calories you consume. You can do it. There isn't a person that can't do it. Now, there are things you can do to protect against all types of viral infections. Not just COVID-19, but all viral infections. Because if you get your immune system to function at a peak optimal level all the time, and you start eating better, follow the ketogenic diet. It's the easiest thing for me to tell you than eating the, what kind of food you should eat. But you should eat moderate, moderate levels of protein, good protein, seafood, beef, bison, whatever, lamb, pork, it's all, all good. And a reasonable amount of fresh vegetables and fruits. No grains. Grains make you fat. Bread, pasta, all those flour products, white flour products, white sugar products, they all make us fat. Don't eat them. And eat a very high level of good quality fats. Olive oil. Olive oil is a very powerful anti-inflammatory, along with curcumin. And then there are herbal compounds, herbal medicines, and vitamins and minerals that we can rely on to build and rebuild our immune system. And one of my very favorites for the immune system. It's great for cold and flu, for both treatment and prevention. If you have a cold or flu and you take andrographis, in about two or three days, the cold is gone. Compared to people that don't take andrographis, their cold is there for five to seven days, even up to ten days. It quickly relieves symptoms such as cough, headache, and sore throat. Elderberry. Be very, very careful of elderberry because people, we, it, it's almost, you can't get it right now because it is so difficult to find because the season, this season of elderberry growth around the world was terrible. So the production came in very, very under production. So people are selling junk and calling it elderberry. Be very, very careful of what you buy. Make sure you, I saw one capsule that was claimed to be elderberry and vitamin C and vitamin D, and it was pure white. Elderberry is purple, almost black. And upon analyzing the capsule, it was just oat fiber. This was done by a very good company in the United States that did some analysis 
of elderberry products on the market. So be careful of what you buy. Make sure you buy a good quality elderberry. Go to your store, health food store. When you buy stuff on Amazon, you don't know what you're buying. Buy junk. Some of these products off Amazon, they're not analyzed. They don't take care of them. Stores scrutinize products when they put them on their shelves. There's no conscience at Amazon. Elderberry neutralizes virus particles and causes the immune system to be activated, which can help control the spread of viral infection, especially against the flu. And then propolis. It's ideal for treating upper respiratory tract infections, ear infections in children. Great for kids. Propolis is one of my, well, I love them all. Andrographis, elderberry, and propolis are phenomenal. I love them all. They all work. Propolis is a multi-antimicrobial. It kills all forms of pathogens, viruses, fungus, and bacteria. And then vitamin D protects against COVID-19. Those with the lowest level of vitamin D most likely to be infected and experience more serious symptoms. But I also, I also would throw in zinc, selenium, vitamin A, and vitamin C, along with these herbal medicines that we just mentioned. You can rebuild and strengthen and support your immune system with these nutrients. But make sure your diet is the foundation of your health. Your diet has to be the best you can possibly buy within your budget and concentrate on foods that will give you the best bang for your buck. You have to fuel your body and lose the fat to regain your health. And you can do it. Everyone. If you just put some emphasis on it and some discipline and goals of where you want to be, you'll be there. You'll get there. Okay, my friends. I'm all out of time, so I've got to run, but I'll be back here tomorrow. Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll be here. We'll talk more about your health, about nutrition, and how you can improve the quality of your life. So with that, my friends, do something, something, something healthy this week. Tomorrow, today, every day. Change your diet. Lose that fat. Watch your waistline. Exercise. And we'll talk more about health and nutrition next time. But say a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. God bless you. And God bless America.